What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHO Bulls Post Game. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Bulls win! Come on, Joe. My clapping partner in crime. Bulls win! Big Dave. Bow. Bow. BNWL Sports. One more time, Joe. Bulls win! And then again, because we get to show the belt. Bulls win! That's Sorry. our pal, producer Joey Spat is on the controls. Yes. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Our guy, Will the Go Gottlieb, will join us from the United Center later on in tonight's postgame to help us break down this Bulls victory over our old pal Lowry and the Utah Jazz. 130-113 is the final. Mm-hmm. You ready for this, Dave? I'm, oh, God. The Bulls score <laughs> 30 points off of 23 Jazz turnovers. Thanks, Jazz. Thank you, Jazz. The Bulls also, for the first time this season, in game number eight, win the battle behind the three-point line. Matt's happy. (laughs) Do I believe it'll last? Hell no, but I'm happy for now. Talking about now, baby. The Bulls hit 18 of 34 from behind the arc. That is 53%. Sexy. The Jazz hit 16 of 43 for 37%. Capitalizing on turnovers and the Bulls finally taking a normal amount and knocking down a huge amount of three-pointers. Yay. Yay! This is how you win basketball games. Yay! This is a thing. Yay, Matt! Yay! <laughs> yay, Bulls fans! The yays have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is how you do it. Yes, it is fun to watch when your team is actually playing well and doing good stuff. And even just the free throws. They they only took 19 free throws, but they were 16 of 19. From the front of the free throw line, which is a respectable, you know, percentage if you're not going to shoot a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you're not getting to the line, they continually say you got to do it in other ways, which is the three-point line. Mm-hmm. And we have not seen them do it from that. And the stats I was reading you off while we were during the game, just about their three-point uh, woes, was just really, whoa, really sad. Javon Carter, I mean, he set the tone, honestly, for the three-point shooting. Man. Four of eight from the three-point line. He came out hot in that second quarter. Three of those four he hit in that second quarter, man. He was on fire. And, again, another game where he puts up double-digit points coming off the bench. 12, 16, 12 mm-hmm. is what Javon Carter has put up. He's, found, he's finding exactly where he fits in on this team as far as coming off the bench. Yeah. He's, and I'm happy for that. I really am. But everybody kind of contributed. Uh, I thought Zach would come out and play a better game, and he did. Uh, he didn't get the 35 that my main man Joe thought he was going to get, but he got 24. 24 is better than 12. 24 is way <laughs> better than 12. And shot 8 of 17, which is 47% from the field. Yeah. Solid, you know, not bad. But my favorite, 2 of 5 from the three-point line. I haven't – what's the last time I've seen Zach shoot 40% from three this season? It's been tough, man. It's been a tough road for young Zachary Levine. But he's doing his thing. And I appreciated that very, very much. And his backcourt mate, who has also I'm been ice cold behind the line. just about to say that. That's why I love you, Matt. Kobe, four of six downtown. Literally is about to talk about him. Yes, that was the next where I was going. Yes, 18 points for him, but also seven assists for Kobe White with one turnover for Kobe. 
Just yeah. one of those things. I'm no math expert, but I believe that is a 7.0 assist to turnover ratio. I think that is correct, Matt. That's he a pretty is, good one. He's a smart man. <laughs> Just like last game when the entire starting five was in the minus column on the plus minus, the entire starting five all in the plus column in this one. Plus 2, plus 8, plus 18, plus 18, plus 15. And like last time, they only had two players in the plus column. They only had two players in the minus column, and they were guys who came in with about three was, minutes left to go. It was the go. garbage time crew. It was Dale Terry and Terry Taylor, the Terrys. Yeah. Um, man, Caruso, yeah, plus 16 off the bench. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Hope his arm is still in its socket. Um, yes, thank he, you. He played with a purpose tonight. I saw somebody in the comments saying the Bulls, uh, Ben him saying the Bulls, the defense created a lot of those jazz turnovers. Yeah, 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 you know, give the Bulls defense, which has struggled out of the gate this season, some credit for creating the, you know, the the chaos that led to some of those Jazz turnovers. The Jazz yeah. did also do the Bulls some favors. Like, sure, the the Jazz are a team that has struggled taking care of the ball. Uh, I believe they were uh, second highest turnover rate among all NBA teams coming into this one. The Bulls, meanwhile, that's one of the things that they have done well for this offense that can't seem to get off the ground. They came into this one with the fewest turnovers per game in the NBA. Yes, so correct. there you saw that giant difference here between the Bulls who take care of the ball and the Jazz who don't. Don't. <laughs> 23 <laughs> turnovers. And as I mentioned, 30 points off said turnovers. Um, but yeah, like the going back to Javon for a second, I just wanted to pinpoint that because sure. not only can he create that chaos uh, on the defensive end and, and lead to some transition and fast break opportunities for the Bulls, which you love, especially for an offense that's struggling. Find as many easy points per game as you can. But his willingness, like four of eight? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. You know why he's four of eight tonight? Because he took every open three he saw. Yes, he did. Which tonight, even still, kudos to the Bulls. They hit a season high 18 threes. Yay. They win the three-point battle for the first time this season. Yay. I still saw Kobe White, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams turn down open threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Javon Carter, every time he came off a screen and got the ball, he went up. Yes, he did. It's not that hard. If you get a good look coming off a screen, go up. Yeah. That's what I like. That's the tone that I thought Carter set tonight. Yeah. It was like, can your teammates please follow? You're setting this example. Follow that example. Mm -hmm. This is like, I feel like the Bulls' problem of three-point volume, yes, it's partly roster construction, and we know that. Sure. But the guys who have proven on this roster to be capable of knocking down threes turn down open looks at them all the freaking time. And Javon Carter tonight showed us, hey, you know what you can do when you have an open look at a three? You can fucking take it. Take it. And maybe you'll hit four of eight of them. Yeah. And in Kobe's case, you'll hit four of six. You know, and in Io's case, you're two of three. You know, in Patrick Williams' case, you're two of four. Like, it was contagious. It really was. It was very contagious of those three-point shooting. I mean, didn't hit Vooch. But it was contagious of guys, you know, hitting those three-point shots. And, again, you're absolutely right. It all started with Javon Carter. Because when he came in the game, the complexion changed from behind the arc. It really did. Because he was like, no, I'm taking this. Next play, oh, I'm taking this. Next play, nah, let me step back. I'm taking this. I mean, he just kept going up with it. He would not stop. And when you start seeing him going down, like, that affects your team, bro. Like, when seeing you're seeing somebody play well and doing stuff that you want to contribute to, it just makes you want to do more of it. Mm-hmm. It can be somebody on the defensive end getting more steals. Well, that can make you bog down defensively even more. 
If you're even if you're watching a guy play inside, like you watch Demar doing his thing in the mid range, well, that makes you want to get him the ball and actually uh, work around getting rebounds and even setting up around the perimeter. It just changes the way you play mm-hmm. when somebody is setting a tone for your team. I don't care who sets it, but somebody has to set a tone for the squad. Javon Carter did that tonight from the three point line, and it was much needed for the Chicago Bulls, man. Um, no XP. 3RT, no expert. Oh, hey, I figured it out. It's like a license plate. Uh, said, I don't know what you're saying here. We've seen the Bulls take open threes and miss a ton. It feels more like chance than actual strategy. They need to win. Okay, we've seen the Bulls take a more normal number of modern NBA threes this season, and we've also seen them struggle and shoot the same 20-something number of attempts that we saw them take for the past two seasons. That's what he's talking about. Yes, their efficiency has struggled out of the gate. With the players that we have on this team, you expect that to regress to the medium of where they were last year. Yeah. Like, coming into this one, they were a bottom five team yeah. in attempts and percentage. Right. You expect that they can knock down more shots. If they are good, open looks, yeah. which they were tonight. I mean, that's I, – I understand what no expert in the comments is saying because we've seen the Bulls just go ice cold on more three-point attempts this season. So it's like, well, if you don't have the personnel to shoot that many threes, then don't shoot that many threes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I disagree. And it, it's, it's different – you know, different strokes for different folks as far as basketball and what you think the best chance is at winning every night. To me, I, the Bulls need to do everything they can to stop losing that math problem of yeah. not being a high-volume three-point shooting team when the rest of the league – has made that adjustment, and they haven't. Because, yeah, you're not going to shoot 50% from three every night, but you're also not going to shoot 25% from three every night, and three points is more than two. (laughs) He just did some math for everybody out there. Hooray! Also, shout-out to, I think, Connor, one of our regulars, who said, Javon Carter tonight said, F it, Drummond's down there somewhere. That was, honestly... Maybe the greatest two-man game we've seen among oh, the, all of the various Bulls teammates so far this season. Oh. Javon Carter jacking threes, and either they go in or Drummond gets the offensive rebound. Worked out pretty well. Had five of them tonight, which one on his way to 10,000 boards. Career mark some for love Drummond. right there. Well done, Andre Drummond. Some love right there, man. Absolutely. Congratulations. And it was an Andre Drummond experience tonight ladies and gentlemen oh my goodness i'll get into it in a second but i just want to deal with what you were saying more about the three-point shooting Mm because even if you look at the utah jazz i mean utah jazz were 16 of 43 Mm -hmm. it took 43 threes man that's 37 percent. that's not a bad percentage that's a normal nba night exactly like average team low 40s high 30s yeah 37 percent yeah that is average that's pretty damn average that's pretty damn cool so I get it. I get, you You know, the Bulls weren't hitting those threes, but you have to continue to take them if they're going to give them to you. But the way Javon Carter did it was different. Like, the way he did it was more comfortable. It was more setting a tone yeah. kind of situation when it came to those threes. And if you notice how the Bulls started doing it after Javon Carter, it sets your tone. Like, oh, man, we can hit mm-hmm. these joints. I remember Toy Craig taking one from the corner and hitting that one. Mm-hmm. Then you see Ayo getting hits from the corner and hitting that one. Then you see Patrick Williams pulling basically 30-footers, you know what I'm saying, yeah. out there. When last time you seen him do that? Yeah. Honestly. Like, he was pulling that joint, but that was Javon Carter, honestly, for me, setting a tone for this team with the three-point shooting. 
more people chiming in in the comments, by the way. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Hit that thumbs up button if you're with us on YouTube and you haven't done so yet. Uh, Fried Rice said, we have guys who can shoot it. They just get extremely shy when they start missing a couple of shots, except for point. Javon. Yeah, that's my point. Uh, and Ben him agreeing, saying it's about confidence because they have not been shooting well. Uh, they have not been doing well with the three. They go back to their strength, which is the mid range. Mid range. This game was all about that confidence, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah. with, with the way you see Javon Carter take his open looks, compared to what we have seen, Zach do, Pat do, Kobe do, which is overthink an open look. Mm. And put the ball on the floor instead. Mm-hmm. And they, they they have no plan other than pass up the three, put the ball on the floor. Now what? <laughs> and oftentimes, if it's Pat or it's Kobe or it's Zach, it leads to a turnover because they right. put the ball on the floor. Right. Or a difficult mid-range long two. Why, why, why make that choice? Mm-hmm. When instead, like Javon Carter showed us tonight, just rise up. That's it. Especially with, like Zach... Who's catch and shoot three can be deadly, and we know that Zach has struggled with his three ball out of the gate this season. But again, you expect that to go back to where it normally is. Correct, correct. And and again, like you just said, like that's what it was all about was the tone it set. It wasn't just him jacking up threes like just a dude trying to get his right. It just felt like he was out there setting a tone for the team. Like, okay, guys, I got it. This is how it should go. Give me the ball, I got it. All right, now let's play this defense. I hit this three, let's play this defense. He just felt on fire, you know what I'm saying? And he's felt that way for the past few games for this team. And I'm glad Billy actually left him in the game because I didn't have to yell at Billy today, and I was very happy not to do that. And I didn't have to yell at Zach either, which I'm very happy to do. But Javon Carter was the one, though, man, for me, because as soon as he walked in there and set that tone for the three-point line, it set the tone for everything else. Because even to your point, Matt, even if you're just taking those threes, after it misses, it's a 50-50 chance after that. Mm-hmm. So when you got a guy like Andre Drummond who gets you 10,000 rebounds, you got a chance to get that rebound and, and then have something good happen unless, you know, you're on the Andre Drummond experience train. But usually he gets that rebound and he can go back up with it, you know, and, get, and draw a foul or something like that. Yeah. But that leads to the Bulls having – good numbers in the offensive rebounding category. Mm-hmm. When you're taking those threes, when you're supposed to take them, not forcing them, not just pulling up going Antonio Blakeney on cats, but when you're actually taking the right shot, it gives you those opportunities to get those rebounds and start over again. Io is good at it. Drummond is good at it. It gives the Bulls those opportunities. And they did solid, you know what I mean, in the offensive rebound category, which is exactly what we're talking about. Total rebounds, what was it? Uh, I believe Utah won that. Uh, 52, 56, but offensive rebounds, it was 17 to 10. And mm-hmm. that's a little more closer than 52 to 36 on your total rebounding because the Bulls got those offensive rebounds and Andre Drummond was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, if it's the right shot to take, take the damn shot because a lot of hesitation and a lot of stepping in, what Matt's talking about, taking those long twos, is not conducive to your team winning. It's better to take that longer three and give your, even if he missed, give your guys an opportunity to get that rebound and try something again. But it's even better when you got a guy who can shoot 40% from there mm-hmm. taking that opportunity as well. Uh, Gabriel in the comments, speaking of, saying there needs to be a parlay for Drummond missing wide open layups. Oh, good Ooh, God. Yeah, had some Drummondy Drummonds tonight. Jeez. Sure did. Jeez. Um, 
to to the point <sighs> of us talking about the, the night that Javon had and and you giving Kobe for knocking down his threes and dishing out you know seven dimes tonight, yeah. taking care of the ball. Brandon in the comments said uh, Javon Carter not as good at penetrating and finding someone as Kobe. We all wanted Kobe to start this season. Let's give him twenty games. Geez, I don't know if that was in response to someone. Earlier in the comments, advocating for Javon to start over Kobe after seeing this game tonight. Uh, but Ben Him agreed, saying, I don't see Javon setting up assists very much. I mean, I wasn't advocating. No, oh, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. no, I was just saying, I don't, I don't think either of us have necessarily advocated yeah. for that. I, I have wondered through these first seven and now eight games if we might see Co uh, you know, Coach Donovan make a change there. Yeah. And I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm happy and proud of the improvements Kobe's made in his game. I still have questions about whether or not he can be this team's legit starting point guard sure. long-term. I also, like, they, they give you different things. I agree with those comments. Like, Kobe has put more work in to be a playmaking, facilitating kind of guard, and we saw him dish out seven times tonight. I think Javon had, like, one off the bench. But, like, you need both. Yeah. Javon tonight was the guy who was confidently catching and shooting and an energy guy off the bench for your defensive end. Kobe was slinging and knocking down his shots tonight. Yes. It's it's good to be able to have both of those kinds of players. I, you know, I, I don't know how Bulls fans feel. If, if some people, after a game like tonight, it's enough for them to be like, you know what? If Kobe had a bad night tonight yeah. and Javon played like that, maybe I could see it making more sense. Sure. That be, some people would be advocating for that. That'd be like three Because games. Kobe has had some rough games recently. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I, I think... You know, no, no one's trying to argue that Javon Carter is like the, the starting point guard, you know, excellent game manager, conductor point guard that this starting unit needs. Yeah. We're just praising him for taking open threes tonight. That's it. That's it. That's all you're going to get because <laughs> that's what he was supposed to He did exactly what you kind of brought him in to be was that guy that could take those shots and take those threes. Like, no, I'm not advocating over him to start. Again, like Matt said, if he had another good game, Kobe had another bad one. That would be three straight good games for Javon and another bad game for Kobe White. But it didn't go in that way. You know what I mean? Kobe caught fire. Mm -hmm. And, again, I credit both of them because Javon came out and set the tone early. He set the tone as far as the three-point shooting, as far as even the defense. I love, love, love how he gets up in your face after the ball goes in the bucket. He's full court defending you immediately. I love that. You saw him have a, not, you have a, a deflection. Uh, doing stuff like that. Like, I like that kind of thing. And I kind of stuff for me kind of trickles down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not just the other players, but to Kobe as well. Kobe was better off ball tonight, you know, as far as shooting is mm -hmm. concerned. But when he had the ball in his hand, he obviously was setting up and distributing and finding guys, finding Vooch for that little floater, finding Zach for that little catch and shoot. You know what I mean? He was finding guys uh, to get their shots off, man, and doing those things with one turnover, man. Like, that's impressive, you know? And so why would I want to change that? You know what I'm saying right now? If he can sit here and feed off of Javon Carter and still come in and be the starting point guard that we need him to be, mm -hmm. this is a good thing. This is a really good problem to have. Now, I will say I would like to see Javon with the starting lineup one time. Not starting. I'm just saying, like, well, those guys on the floor and right. then see what Javon with them looks like. That would be fine. I wouldn't, I'm not against that. But as far as starting and advocating for it, no, I'm cool with what it is. What, right which, now. like, which is why I was yelling about the fact that how was it we had gone six or so games into the season and hadn't seen 
Carter and Craig, the two yeah. newcomers, play with the Bulls' big three. Yeah, that who was were having a really rough start, and you know the the, the Bulls uh, or mid three, depending mm. on how you define them. Be nice. Uh, no, I'm just, it's it's a trending uh, new nickname that <laughs> I've noticed on Bulls nice, Twitter. Man. Be nice. Be nice. Uh, but Zach Pat or Zach Vooch and Demar having yeah. a severely net negative. Uh, you know, net rating on the floor together they so do. far. They do. Um, and maybe trying, if you're Billy Donovan, ways to change that up. Yeah. Uh, l- let's take our first break. We will come back, dive more into tonight's Bulls win over the Jazz, ending their three-game skid, needed this one, and got this one. Yes. Thanks to the Jazz for being real poopy. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> While we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, you know what to do. Hit the thumbs do if you're it. watching on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to the CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Tonight's CSGO Bulls postgame brought to you by our friends at Circa Sportsbook. Mm, mm, that mm. Tory Craig first bucket didn't hit, did it, Joe? Sorry, Joe. That's all right. My parlay didn't hit either. Lowry was a little shy on the boards tonight. A little bit. Uh, he let his teammate Walker Kessler get all of them. All Texas Ranger was My on God. It, Kessler he was had on it. 15 rebounds? 15, 11 mm. of them on the offensive boards. Oh, my God. How, what? <laughs> anyway. He's tall. If you weren't making bets on Circus Sportsbook tonight, you miss out because they offer tight money line splits and their low hold model. At Circus Sportsbook's app, games will always strive to be minus 110 on those spread odds uh, because unlike other sportsbooks, they, they'll use 115, 120 to just, you know, keep you from really doubling up if your bet hits. Not Circa. Almost always, and certainly more often than their competitors, you will find those spread odds at minus 110. Keep them right there. Mm. Circa also doesn't limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other sports books who do limit their more regular winning players. Circa even encourages their bettors to download and try all of the various sports betting apps that are out there these days because they are confident that what you will find is that you will find the best odds, and the best spreads, mm. the best payouts mm. at Circa. They also offer incomparable customer service. Mm. Real people, humans with beating hearts behind the Circa sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other sports betting apps who use those dreaded chat, spot, chat bots we all wish would go away forever. Joey. All aspects of their app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circus Sportsbook at their Circus Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Great staff, great place. You can take our word for it. Mm. Uh, download the Circus Sports Illinois app at circusports.com slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Also, be on the lookout for all of Circus events going on in Illinois, in the city of Chicago. They are here, and they are growing. Watch parties, tailgates, and a whole lot more on the way. If you or someone you know may have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Mm. You know what? After this is over, I'm going to go home. I'm going to make myself a delicious sandwich. I'm not going to tell you what's on it because I don't want to upset Matt after a win. Well, actually, I don't care. It's going to be a veggie burger on that joint, man. It's going to be amazing. Hat thrill. First hat thrill of the night for a veggie sandwich. <laughs> a veggie burger sandwich. 
Oh, I can't wait. I can taste it right now. Once it hits your lips. And what's going to be more amazing is I'm going to do it with that Hero Bread, y'all. Because the Hero Bread is tasty. The Hero Bread is delicious. And the Hero Bread is good for you at the same time. So you don't even know you're doing something right for yourself because of how good it tastes. But guess what? You are. And isn't it awesome? Can't you do more of these things? Hey, Ma, look. I'm looking out for my health. By eating these awesome sandwiches with this hero bread because it's delicious, man. Oh, high fiber, zero sugar per slice, 45 calories per slice in those ultra low net carbs. And it's delicious. I'm for real when I tell y'all this. It is delicious. If you don't want to put a veggie burger on it, you don't have to. You could put, you could be mad and just fill it with some awesome burgers right there. Fill it with some meat. Put whatever you want on a hero bread, man. It's up to you. It is your decision. All I want you to do is enjoy this deliciousness that is the hero bread. So right now, hero bread is offering you guys out there in the CHO, CHO community, 10% off your first order. Just go to hero.co, use that code CHGO. And save on Hero Bread win today. That's H E R O dot C O to save 10% right now. Because it's Hero Bread to the rescue. Rescue your taste buds. Deliciousness. I don't think you're allowed to use the phrase hey ma when describing construction of a veggie sandwich because to me that is automatically connected to the meatloaf. Well, see. <laughs> Well, you lost. Hey, ma, yeah. the meatloaf. Well, see, I talked about. I said, "Hey, ma," after that. After I said, you could put tons and tons of meat on that. Yeah, I know, but you started out talking about constructing a veggie sandwich. No, no, I, I switched it to the meat. I said you could put whatever you want on it. Okay. I was like, if you want to put meat on that, and you can say, "Hey, ma, look what I'm doing right now." Right, I switched right. it, man. I, just, I switched it up for you. I, I just because you wouldn't tell your mom if you're eating a veggie sandwich. You're already doing right. When you started talking about a veggie sandwich, I just you turned into out. a I know. <laughs> white hot rage. Of empty brain space. And get you some white hot bread <laughs> from that hero.co. 10% off, y'all. 10% off CAGO. It is delicious. I promise you. You'll enjoy it. Um, let's, uh, let's touch on the Patrick Williams experience, mm -hmm. adjusting to his new role coming off the bench. I see our guy Mark K in the comments saying, can Pat learn to dribble first before we try to unleash him as the go-to guy in the second unit? Um, Who's doing that? Oh, well, I must be in the comments. Yeah, okay. there's people in the comments oh, oh, okay. talking right, about right. Uh, Pat. Okay. Uh, Ryan saying, for all Pat's struggles offensively, he can still bring value on defense. Brandon saying, once P. Will gets out of his own way, the floodgates will open. Um, well, I, I thought it was a, a mixed bag, but, you know, mostly okay. Yes. From Pat tonight. I agree. Uh, he had 10 points in 25 minutes. Knocked down two of his four threes. You know, worth noting that Torrey Craig started, got the starting job over Pat a few mm -hmm. games ago. Mm -hmm. Torrey Craig played 20 minutes tonight. Pat played 25, mm. which is an interesting little role reversal here. where Pat was in the starting lineup and then Billy would only play him so many minutes and Torrey Craig would end up playing more minutes off the bench than Pat yep. was playing. Yep. We have found ourselves in the upside down in that scenario. <laughs> and look, I well, – again – I thought Pat hesitated on a couple of looks tonight. He did. And then I thought other looks he had, he took confidently right away. He did. 
I also liked that he was confidently attacking the basket. Yeah. He put the ball on the floor a few times, and I was like, oh, okay, Pat. And sometimes it ended up with him getting blocked or turning the ball over. Yeah. But if, if we're just talking about Pat realistically and what we've seen versus what we hope we can still expect if he sticks around, the growing pains. And mm. Pat has talked about the growing pains. And yeah. Having the freedom to make some mistakes. And, and our guy, Will the Go Gottlieb, wrote about that in his latest write-up on Pat. And, I, like... If Pat can be aggressive and feel like he is allowed to be aggressive, which sometimes will lead to mistakes, mm -hmm. I would rather see that than the where the hell was Pat tonight? I'd never saw him do anything, Pat. I don't know about you, Dave. I mean, I would rather see Pat be aggressively attacking the basket like a few possessions that he did tonight and it the result isn't a bucket and at least see him try. Yeah. As opposed to sitting in the corner and not doing a goddamn thing. I mean, yes. <laughs> like, I'm seeing it trimming because he scored. He had another game where he scores 10 points. Another game. Before it was 10 points, five rebounds. It was 10 points, three rebounds uh, on this one. He took 10 shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he was aggressive in that sense. For me, it was really interesting, Matt, to watch his game because everything you're saying I agree with, but it feels like, he didn't wear the mistakes. It felt like before I would watch him make these mistakes when he was in the starting lineup, and he would kind of wear them. And he was in a bad way. Yes, in not, a not very owning bad them. Way. Like sorry, yeah, not owning them. No, no, like, no, no, no. Let, letting it continue to affect him. Correct, correct, yeah, okay. correct. That's what I, exactly what I mean. He he would just let you would see it affect him and, and change how he played and change how he did certain things. And if he pump faked the shot, you could tell the next time he's down, he's shooting it from wherever. He doesn't matter. And it would end up dribbling down off his leg because he's trying to do too much. I didn't feel like he was trying to do too much tonight. I felt like he was kind of right in his space, missing obviously a few things like actual dribbling, right? Having a, a go-to move. We can all agree that yeah. Pat's ball handling still needs work. Not, not there. You know, it's just not there yet, man. It's just hard to wrap your head around because the man has gigantic hands, colossal hands. How do you have gigantic hands and still play like this? That's, that's tough, but. It didn't feel like he thought about it. It felt like he just did it, and it was forgotten. Yeah. And when he would do it the next play, I mean, this is the dude who took a pump fake, and we were like, no, why don't you shoot the three? Mm -hmm. And then he went, and they turned it on, and it wasn't a good play. Next to, I believe, two or three possessions, he's taking like a 30-footer. Mm -hmm. you know, he's just pulling up. Like, I got this. Like, what? That's the kind of stuff you wanted to see him be like, especially when you're watching him in the starting lineup. Yeah, But it just didn't feel comfortable to him. He feels comfortable, man. Like, this feels comfortable for him learning like this, in yeah. this kind of way. Um, I don't know why. Maybe because he was six-man of the year in college, and it's just like that for him. But I don't mind him feeling this way. I just want him to get to a point where he's comfortable, bro. That's all we're looking for. Where do you like it? Where do you want it? Where are you okay failing at? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where are you okay accepting it? Because... Even when you fail and you learn from it, it's not a failure. It's a learning experience. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like he's out there learning when he's out there playing with the bench, man. And I notice him more. You know what I mean? Like before, you would just see him. You feel like he would disappear and wouldn't be on the floor. Mm -hmm. I notice him now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, look at Pat. Oh, look at that move. Oh, look at that help defense. Yeah. I've said help defense several times since he's been on the bench, which is wild to me because I haven't seen him do it a lot. But – I enjoy what I'm seeing from him. 
Of course, you want to see better. Of course, you want to see more. But it's better than what we were seeing when it was just constant zeros and threes and binary code stat lines, bro. So it just feels better to see and speak of him in this way, a dude who's taking a lot of shot attempts, taking his three-point shots, and also scoring, but at the same time being a guy on the floor that you notice. Right. Um, People in the comments chiming in, uh, Ben him and – Gabriel both saying that they want Pat to work with Kobe's ball handling trainer that he's been working with for the last couple, you know, year or so. Yeah. And we've seen Kobe's ball handling improve. Meanwhile, uh, Sherman saying, I'd rather see Pat cut to the basket without the ball. No dribbling, please. Yeah. Uh, our guy Mark <laughs> K agreeing with that. I mean, look, there were a couple of moments that I mentioned earlier where, where Pat put the ball on the floor tonight and attacked the basket. And I liked the aggression. Yeah. And like, a couple of them, like he had a Euro step move that I was like, oh, okay, Pat. Right. He yeah. had a couple of like yeah. spin moves that I was like, oh, okay, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> and like it didn't yield the, you know, the ideal result of he beat his man off the dribble and got to the basket and put the ball in the hoop. It was sort of a mixed bag of results. Yeah, it was. But I will take all of the mixed bag results stemming from Pat having the balls yeah. to try to put an impact on the game. Yeah. And yes, I like, I, I don't disagree. We need to see more Pat cutting off the ball, too. Yeah. Like, the the ferocious dunk he had in their game uh, on Saturday yep. night. Yep. Very ferocious. Make a cut, Pat. Yeah. Make a cut, Pat. Or, which we also saw him do after he moved to the bench, grab the defensive rebound, bring the ball up the floor. Take it coast to coast if you can and you want. That's always sexy. Like, it's just, uh, I, I don't know. It, at this point, the Bulls fans need to be resigned to the fact that Maybe Pat is more comfortable in this role coming off the bench. And that if he is, and at least we get a quasi-useful version of Pat yeah. off the bench. Yeah. And he feels comfortable there and and to the best that he can, thrives in that role. Mm. How does that impact how we feel about what negotiations transpire between him and the and the Bulls front office this offseason? Like, you know, how next it impacts summer. his contract. Right. You mean? Okay. May, maybe if we're talking about a guy who's coming off the bench. And Bulls fans change their expectations accordingly. <laughs> then we're not talking about this guy who the Bulls might be paying well upwards of twenty million annually this on a, on true. a new contract. It's very true. Like we're talking about a guy who could be an impactful player off your bench, and be that's you just again. I just wanted to find where he was comfortable because he just didn't look comfortable out there. You just see him forcing things. Like, okay, this is what I need to do to get on the floor. All right, I'm going to get the rebound. I'm going to go. I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to do stuff. It just feels more fluid, man. And it feels more like he's not thinking as much. And that's a great thing. Even when, like I said, when he makes the mistakes, he's not thinking about it. When he has success, he's not thinking about it. He's just like, on to the next play. On to the next play. Let's play defense. Let's get the ball back. Let's do it like that. I like the fact that I notice you. On the floor, Patrick Williams, that's the best compliment I can give. I don't sit there and say, like you talked about, Matt, go standing in the corner and he's just standing there and that's it because you're watching these three guys, you know, just do their thing. Mm -hmm. No, you're more engaged. You've shown us that you need to be more engaged. And we already felt like he needed to have the ball, you know, to be his best. But at the same time, that doesn't mean you have to go stand in the corner. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you still impact the game. But obviously, he feels like this is how I impact the game. This is how I do it. So we can sit there and, and constantly tell him what we think he needs to do it. 
But only person that has to believe it is Patrick Williams. And so he's showing us what he believes right now, man. And it's working. In these two games, it's working. I want to see more. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Taron Seven saying, Pat setting his expectations, saying he could be a superstar in this league. He did say it. He said it. He talked crazy about it. I'm Look. sorry. My brain just short-circuited. <laughs> he, um, he said it. Yikes. He said it. He said it. Mark, Zach grew That's up idolizing Kobe. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick grew up oh, idolizing he said it. Marvin Williams. <laughs> Mark is so mean. <laughs> oh, Marvin Williams. Shout out Marvin goodness. Williams. My Straight out goodness. Of um, playing in Charlotte. He is from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's take our second break real quick, and we'll come back, and uh, we still got good of the night to get to because it's a W. It's happening. We've got uh, super chats to get to. We'll get to all those, and hopefully, we'll hear from our guy Will the Go Gottlieb on the Go Talk Hotline, calling in from the United Center. If you didn't do it the first time around, now's your chance. Hit that thumbs up button for Joey. Do it for Joey. Do Joey. it for Joey. Joey needs y'all's thumbs. All right. Joey he needs, needs them. all of them, man. He got a fresh haircut for y'all. Mm. Showing that man the love. Look at that. Nice and tapered. This is all true. You look like you're about to go to the Army, Joe. Just clean on them, man. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Joey Sargent. I mean, <laughs> let, let, let's put the brakes. Jo- Joey is no Lowry marketing. Oh. <laughs> Soldier. <laughs> Soldier and Hooper. You would not feel comfortable if you knew Joey was, was going to be in the Army? Want to make you feel comfortable for the protection oh, of this country? If we were in the same platoon, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I would have not the upper hand if I'm running around with Joey. Okay. And, like, we're taking fire. Okay. Because he's small. That is bullshit. And elusive. <laughs> Whereas, like, I would like to be in the same platoon as Lowry because I'm okay. like, yo, you are a bigger target. Oh, okay. So, you're like, they would be more aimed at him right. than like they the, would at I don't Joey. know if you saw one of the pictures that Lowry posted of him with his, like, troop or unit or whatever it's called in the Finnish military. Yes. But it was like, the normal military. human, normal human, normal human, Lowry marketing. <laughs> normal human, normal human. And I was like, yo, man, you better duck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just said more about you right. than it said I mean, about thankfully Joey. for Lowry, they, <laughs> it was not wartime while he was putting in his, you know, mandatory correct. months of service. Correct, correct. If they were in wartime. Oh, no. <laughs> don't say it. God bless you. Don't say it. Joey, what do you... <laughs> this dude mad. This man is wild. <laughs> Joey, what are you mad about over there, man? What you, you just said that's bullshit. What are you upset about? Oh, he, well, because he said he didn't. He thought he would be at a disadvantage with me in the army, but I. Then well, he, he just explained. Yeah, the, well, then he explained that he he would be. Well, I wouldn't do him like that if you're in the army. Uh-huh. We're all in it together. So I'm offended that he thought that I would be like running away from my. Oh no, so you're running into the fire. That's why I'm not in the army. Yeah, because yeah. I am Matt's in running it away from the fire for my yeah. own. <laughs> For my own well-being. He forgets he's 6'4". He don't allow he's 7 feet. That's but fair. But he's also 6'4". I so just think that Matt was... Unfortunately, he'd be a target, too. True. <laughs> unfortunately. But you, Joe, he's right. I don't know. You probably get away from some things, man. Joe, Joey Sneaks. Joey Sneaks. He's an elusive target. Joey Sneaks, man. Joey's spying on him, man. Joey I spy. He can, you know, do all that crawling that's necessary without <laughs> his back breaking in half. That's why he's so limber. He'd be stretching I, I, all the time. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Joey, don't play on you that. You know, I make noises getting in and out of chairs. 
Because it's hard for me. It's true. <laughs> uh, you know it's not hard? Tell me, Matt. Getting great flooring at incredible prices oh. from our friends at Empire Today. Shout out. With Empire Today, you get shopping at home convenience, the right products for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats amongst their competitors, but they can't beat Empire. On service, they can't beat them on speed, they can't beat them on quality. Mm. So, what they do is advertise low quality products that Empire doesn't even bother to carry. They don't promise the lowest prices because any of their competitors who are promising the lowest prices are only doing so to put junk flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in theirs. Mm-mm-mm. Empire keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Their philosophy is help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. What Empire leaves out of their selection, just as important as what they put into it. Empire's product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples each year to find the perfect styles. And all of those styles, you can see what they look like in your home yes. before installation with Empire's virtual floor design. Ooh. A great way to see how new floors look in any space in your home. It's really easy to use. Yep. Just snap a pic and instantly see how new floors look in any room of your home. God, technology is cool. Isn't it awesome? Make shopping so easy. Oh. Shopping for floors at big box stores can be frustrating because whoever's working in the flooring department today maybe was working in plumbing or landscape Facts. yesterday. Where's Jim? Where? <laughs> I miss Jim. Where's he? I need Jim. I need Jim now. Uh, but at Empire, guess what? Flooring, it's all they do. That's it. They live and breathe flooring. <sighs> like Lowry lives and breathes Finished military service. Like Dunder Mifflin lives and breathes paper. There you go. Mm. Paper great. We're great papers our business. Uh, so you can be convenient. Uh, so you can be confident when you're getting honest upfront advice from Empire staff. Service uh, offer. Uh, they also offer their own warranties. Empire does. If an issue arises with your Empire flooring, just call Empire. They service all warranties themselves, which means you don't need to track down a separate manufacturer's phone number. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All of our CHO Bulls listeners and viewers can receive a three hundred and fifty dollar discount. Come on, that's real change, y'all. Yes. When they use promo code CHGO, mm-hmm. restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com/slash/CHGO for <laughs> details and stick around for the Empire Goon of the Night. Woo! So excited for that! And shout out to my man Larry Strickland. I caught you. I'm gonna get you sucker reference, sir. I caught you, Larry Strickland. Well Larry. done. Well done, my friend. Well done. And you know what that means? That means you should have yourself a sip of the goodness, the golden awesomeness of the golden goose. Woo. All right here. It is Goose Island. Joey, hit me with the honk. One more time because we ain't catch each other. And you still went first. Do it one more time. Ah, that's called timing. And it works well because CHGO is supported by the Goose Island Beer Company, the Chicago's beer since the Jordan year. That is 1988. Got the 312 we Of course, that full pocket pilsner, which is probably no more left in because we done ran through it. And of course, that beer hug family. And since it is daylight savings time, the Joey Spath is favorite. It is Oktoberfest, ladies and gentlemen. Get you some of that because once it hits your lips, it's just so good. Oh, so tasty. Where can you get it? 
or you can grab their ultra-fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from the Tap Room on Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. Chicago. Do we have a jingle? Joseph? I thought he was going right into it. Like... Joining us now on the Goat Talk Hotline, our guy, Will the Goat Gottlieb. She's your Bulls insider. Follow him on Twitter at Will underscore Gottlieb for all of his Bulls reporting. (laughs) Joining us from the UC after tonight's Bulls win over the Jazz. Will, uh, this was a dominant win. I think it's a win that the Bulls in that locker room probably felt like they needed. The Jazz do them some favors, turning the ball over 23 times, allowing the Bulls to get more shots up tonight, lots of points off turnovers. And we see the Bulls absolute fire from downtown for the first time this season. They beat their opponent in points behind the three-point line. Is it is it that main story for you tonight as your mind explodes watching the Bulls actually outscore their opponent from deep? I mean, it's a big piece of it. Um, I, I just It just is. Uh, you know, they didn't even, like, outscore them by that many. They shot 55%, I think, on threes. 53%, 18 of 34. Like, that's not going to sustain every game. But I think there was a huge sense of relief that, like, just the ball went in. I mean, they were 28th in effective field goal percentage coming into this game, 6% below where they were last year. It was just never going to stick. It was never going to sustain. That's not who this team is. Um, so they were kind of due for a hot shooting night. Now, the question will be, what happens when they're not shooting hot again next game? Do they – Do they? you know, still kind of maintain some of these offensive principles that are allowing them to get these open threes, these transition threes. Um, and so that that's going to be the big test this year. Um, but to me, it was it was the turnovers and the threes. They, I mean, they just got so many points in transition. They were running up and down. They looked like they had energy and life in them, unlike the, the Nuggets game where they just looked completely sapped of energy and life. Um, yeah, it was just it was a great win all around. But I think, you know, the the shooting and the sustainability of it, like are we gonna keep seeing these peaks and valleys with shooting percentage or are we gonna level out somewhere in the middle and actually like produce some consistent offense? Uh Will, one of the things I I talked about a lot in the in the offseason was the Bulls bench and how this could be a really good bench uh for the Bulls during the season. Looking at the scoring, everybody was in double digits that that played many minutes, except for Ayo Sumu, who had eight. So they were two points away from having five players in double digits uh, off the bench. Can you speak to um, how you feel about this bench? Like, because it feels like they're finding their rhythm. Like, we talked about Javon Carter and his three-point shooting. We talked about Patrick Williams and just how comfortable he's looked. And Ayo Sumu has been pretty consistent uh, as far as his scoring has been uh, all season long. And, of course, Alex Caruso – uh, can you talk about the bench and kind of uh, what you felt about them tonight? Yeah, Billy's kind of mixing and matching a little bit, um, trying to find what works. And, you know, today there were some lineups with Javon, Caruso, Pat, and um, Drummond. And I thought they looked pretty good. Uh, maybe Zach was in there instead of DeMar, but they kind of staggered those guys. But I think the, the depth can be a real strength for this team um, if utilized the right way. And I think Billy's going about it where he's staggering, like I said, DeMar, um, out early, leaving Zach and Vooch in to play with Javon and you know whoever else comes in. It's it's changed up a little, obviously, since Patrick was moved to the bench and Torrey Craig to the starting unit. 
Um, but Caruso and Javon come in early and they play with Zach and Vooch and then Zach and Vooch come out, DeMar comes in and they, they continue on from there. So um, I think a big piece of it is just Caruso. Whenever he's on the floor, the team is going to do well. Like just that's how it is. Um, but, you know, when you start to get contributions offensively from Patrick, who I thought, especially in the first half, he kind of went a little bit out of control in the second half. We could talk more about that if you want. Um, but he looked really like stable and was attacking the basket and uh, made a couple of threes in that uh, first or second end of the first uh, early second quarter. Um, yeah, I just I think they have a lot of depth and you know Io Desumu as your tenth man, like you got to feel pretty good about that. So that I think can be a real strength for them. Drummond, I know he had the the goofy missed layup and we kind of tease him about that. Um, had the ten thousand rebounds thing tonight, which was great. Uh, congrats to him. He was like. I like being able to switch. I like being able to like defend guards and get steals and stuff. I got to make my layups though. My legs are giving out on me in my age, but um, you know, I, I just think they, they actually have a, their depth is a strength and it's felt like at times in the past, especially with Lonzo out, you know, they're searching for, you, you bring in your backup to be the starter and now you're searching for, you know, your there's a drop off in your starting caliber point guard play. And now you're looking for anything at backup point guard. And I feel like, with Javon now, with Io moving into more of a, you know, third or fifth, I guess fifth guard role, it just fits a lot better. Uh, Will, we were talking before you joined us about how it was really encouraging to see a game like this from Kobe White, who you know we we were talking in a number of post games early going this season, really seeming to struggle, uh, shot not falling, turnover issues, you know, not necessarily looking like he knows what he's doing when he puts the ball on the floor trying to increase that level of paint touches that you have pointed out. Billy Donovan and the Bulls say is a huge goal for this offense this season. He had 18 points, confidently knocking down threes tonight, and seven assists to just one turnover. Were you encouraged from, from what we saw from Kobe tonight when people are starting to wonder, we've seen Billy take one of the young guys out of the starting lineup. Is Kobe about to be next? Yeah, I think it's a little bit different for Kobe. Um I feel like he has consistently put his imprint on the game more than Patrick was. And I think that's ultimately what got Pat demoted. Um, the Bulls have been running a ton of point uh, pick and roll through Kobe, uh, putting him in, you know, ball screen situations with Vooch. He gets downhill. He, he gets his feet in the paint. He creates plays, whether it's, you know, dropping out uh, a dump off pass to Vooch or spraying it out to Zach in the corner. I think you can do a lot more dynamic, um, you know, offense when you have got multiple guys who can dribble past shoot and so i i think they i, I like that in there look there's going to be cold streaks with kobe and frankly the whole team was on a cold streak for their first eight games um but i think just this idea of like being patient letting the, some of the shooting splits normalize i think that can can really change how some people are thinking about kobe right now did he look a little bit rattled i think absolutely at times in that nuggets game um, and even in some of the games prior to that, I mean, he just didn't look like he was playing with the same confidence, but I think a lot of that was driven by the ball not going in. Is it a good thing that your point guards, you know, play is going to be determined by whether the ball goes in or not? Probably not. Um, so I think he needs to work on continuing to be that consistent paint touch threat. Uh, but I think he's probably the best suited to do that. Javon, I thought, made a, a case for himself the last few games where he's really pulling up for three, um, hunting three pointers and stretching teams out and then like picking guys up full court and getting steals and stuff like that. I mean, he, he's been awesome. Um, so I can see that, but I, I feel like for Kobe, it's just like, we got to let the ball go in and then determine whether what he's doing is 
you know, helpful or less helpful than Javon. Um, but it's, it's hard to make those adjustments and decisions just based on a couple of bad shooting nights. Oh, well, another thing about Javon, uh, I talked about this early on the show. I felt like his three point shooting was contagious, uh, for the bulls. Like, once they started saw how not even just him hitting the shots, but just how he was aggressively taking, like you said, hunting for those shots and aggressively doing it, I felt like it kind of affected the other guys uh, as far as their shot attempts um, and just going up with the three point shots. Did you did you feel the same way watching him out there? Um, I thought it was kind of a combination of that with just like the ball going in, and once the ball starts going in, you know, it's a lot easier to keep shooting threes, right? If you aren't a very comfortable three-point shooter and you see a couple of misses, then you're probably not going to be looking for that shot quite as much. And so I think it was a combination of Javon's, you know, being really aggressive, looking for them. He shot eight of them tonight, which is awesome. But then also the fact that they were going in. I mean, he made 50%. uh, The team as a whole, like I said, shot, you know, they made a season high 18 threes. Their next closest was 12. So they were just all kind of firing. Um, But only 34 attempts. They, They shot, I think, 20 in the first half or 21 in the first half four in the second in the third quarter they made all of them but they only shot four so i think it's still an issue of you know finding those opportunities and taking them within the flow of the offense and not getting too three-point shot happy but not being completely avoidant and only shooting the ones you feel like you're you know are wide open and you're gonna make like going four for four in a quarter is great because you were perfect but you know they should be shooting eight nine ten threes per quarter not just four. And I think that speaks to the fact that they were pretty wide open and they may have been passing up some other ones. Uh, before we let Will go, should we do some goonage? Let's do some goonage for him, baby. Goonage! Come on with the goonage, uh, man. I know Will, everybody's been waiting. You're you're remote so for the reveal of the new title belt. That's <laughs> a shame. I saw, you can see it up close to personal the next time you're here. It's cool. I saw I saw Jeff Cook saying, man, show the belt. Let's see the belt. People want to see go. the new belt. People wait, wait, wait. See. What is the drum roll? Okay. Oh, there it was. Two drum rolls, one for the belt, and then one when we actually hear from Dave who the yes, winner is. he's going to do two. He's okay. going to do two. Here it is right here, ladies and gentlemen, the brand new. You want to close up on this, Joe? Ooh. Goon of the night. I like the studs. Empire Today oh belt wow. right there. Drink that one Yo. in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> look at that belt right there. Wow. Look at it. That's incredible. Yes, look at it. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it great? Oh, it's just so cool. Just to see the logo on that is so dope. With the Empire Today. I love that. On the top of that wow. joint, representing as well. The CHGO Bulls also representing as well. Get a good look, y'all. The Goon of the Night belt. Joey, run the graphic because it's Goon of the Night time, man. <laughs> Let's do this stuff. Feels good. Feels good. That's Got some dope. weight to it, all and everything right there. Yeah, man, you can is hold it, that. Can I, can I, oh, Go my ahead. gosh. Go it's ahead. real. It's real. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, it's got some nice heft to yeah, it. Yeah, baby. Is it dumb that I think that us having a custom-made championship <laughs> belt for a segment you made up from silliness <laughs> is, like, the coolest thing in the world? <laughs> Story oh, of my, my life, goodness. man. Start oh, yeah, baby. Making it up. Oh, I feel like a winner. Real. Yes. Don't it feel right? It does. Yes, it does. It does. Will, you'll get a chance to hold this, too, sir, because you're a winner I as well. Mm. Yes. But since we'll go, as usual, we'll go first with you, sir. Will, to go Gottlieb. Who, sir, is your goon of the night? 
All right, this may be kind of a silly one, but I'm going with I'm going with Andre Drummond. He got his ten thousandth career rebound. He's now, you know, top forty five, I think. Yeah, forty third still. But ten thousand rebounds all time is just an incredible accomplishment. Had five offensive boards in like the first quarter today. He he changed the game, I thought, with the way that he basically gobbled up every single Javon Carter missed three and put it back in. Um and also just the the steal and missing a dunk on the on the runway. That's just peak Drummond. I love it. And after the game, he 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 came prepared to give a post game interview, knowing that he just got ten thousand rebounds. He was dressed up. He was iced out. Just, I just love it. Andre Drummond, Goon of the Night. That's amazing. I love that he prepared for the yes. post game interview, knowing he, he had that career it. milestone. You knew that foolishness was like, coming. Just far away. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool of the Bulls to give him a shout out, like you know, at the UC tonight when he hit that milestone. Yeah, uh, I, I do want to give some goon love to okay. Javon Carter, who yeah. we spent a good amount of tonight talking about because of the confident get those three balls up kind of display we saw from him tonight. Yeah, while also being an absolute lunatic on defense, he was man. I mean, he had two steals tonight. Mm-hmm. I feel like he created six more. Mm. Javon Carter. Total goon potential, mm-hmm. but I am with Will tonight. How can you give this to anyone other than Andre Drummond? Mm-hmm. Especially not only for the career milestone, but the fact that he picked the pocket of whoever that was. As you were just saying, you know, he he was joking about how he likes to switch on to guards and guard him up at the perimeter. Will, mm-hmm. and then there there he goes. Coast to coast, Drummond, and you just know something funny as shit is going to (laughs) happen. And we've seen him get rejected by the rim on dunk attempts, what, four times already this season? it feels like. So you can tell, like, that's going through his mind. Yeah. And he's like, I'll just lay it in. (laughs) Miss the layup. And none of us had any confidence, but that was going to happen. We all knew it was going to happen. We all knew. And I loved every second of it. Yeah, my my goon love got to go to Andre tonight. All right. Joey, you're going tonight, sir? Stuff, stuff one. I, lo- I love the the Joey can't see his face, but deep sigh. You can hear. <laughs> you just hear him in peril. You can't see I'll him, go with yes. Javon Carter, Kobe White combo, eight Ooh. of fourteen from beyond the arc. Oh, Goonage. Love it. All right, love I'm it. Not mad at that? I'm not mad at that at all. Well, Joseph, drum roll, please. Drum roll Goon of the you. night. Wait, wait, sorry, I'm sorry. I have an honorary goon of the night. Okay. And it's Laura Lou and AK. Happy birthday, AK. Happy okay. early birthday, Laura Lou. Two of our most loyal there listeners, my honorary goons of the night. Happy birthday. Laura Lou's got to feel better about Zach's game tonight. Oh, and AK's birthday tonight also. Happy birthday, so, y'all. Happy birthday, guys. Sorry about taking your boy to the woodshed, Laura, but he needed to go. <laughs> and look what he did tonight. He balled out. He I'm sorry to interrupt the goonage. No, it's all right, Joe. Drum roll again. Goon of the night. You know what? We usually are on the same page, guys, but tonight we are. It's Andre Drummond. He is goon of the night. This is who this goes to. That layup alone. When he went up, and I mean, Will, when I tell you I I had the least amount of confidence of anything in the world that he was going to make that layup, and he just put it out there like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. But then to have a missed dunk 
at the same game. And I know Walker Kessler, Texas Ranger, stuck his hand through the net, Mm -hmm. but he missed that dunk regardless. Regardless. But my goodness, the goondom that he showed, 10,000 rebounds, though, is nothing to sneeze at, ladies and gentlemen. That is an amazing feat. And he is who he is. He is Andre Drummond, and we are all on the Andre Drummond experience, ladies and gentlemen. Sir, the first ever brand new belt goon of the night goes to Mr. Andre Drummond. This, sir, is for you. I love it. Brought to you by Empire Today. Mm. Oh, championship belt. Well done. Uh, upside down. Will, th- thank you for joining <laughs> us. We appreciate the insights. Everybody, make sure you're reading everything Will writes for us, allchgo.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you diehards, CHO diehards, he's got something fresh for y'all, just for y'all. Uh, just for y'all. Right now. That's how he Follow him for all his Bulls updates and reporting Will underscore Gottlieb. Uh, Will, you are off tomorrow. We shall see you Wednesday for Bulls Suns, yes? Yes. All right, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Have a good night. That's our guy, Will to go. Gottlieb on the Go Talk Hotline. Yeah. Go yeah. Talk. Uh, one more quick shout out, and then we will come back to wrap things up with... Y'all's Super Chats. Stick around. Tonight's CHO Bulls postgame brought to you by FOCO. Get fitted out in the best sports gear around, y'all. Tailgate season, still alive. Still alive. It was 70 degrees today. It was amazing. Burks are on. Burks are on. I believe we're, isn't there some party going on for our uh, Bears Thursday Night Football, Joe? Bears tailgate Thursday. And in addition to the tailgate, there will be a watch party at Joe's on Weed Street. There you go. I believe the tailgate starts like maybe around like 2 p.m. That's a long tailgate. Yeah, maybe not, though. That seems wrong, but that's what I thought I read that today. A, that's some day drinking into some night drinking. <laughs> but back to FOCO. <laughs> Which, honestly, I love doing. It's just you, you got to prepare yourself for You know it. what yes. they say, Matt? You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's true. That is damn true. Wow, Joey. Um, either way, <laughs> while you're having some fun, bears tailgating with time. us. Make sure that you have your new dope bears gear. Courtesy of Fogo.com. Woo! Everything you need for a tailgate. Straw hats, polos, bags, coolers, sweaters, sweatshirts, mm. whatever you need mm. to layer up, have yourself some fun at a tailgate this football season. Come on. You can get it at Foco. Shout out to them also for decorating our set with some of their awesome gear. Thank you kindly. Uh, check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items use promo code chgo and you will get 10 percent off your order at checkout again mm-hmm. that's foco.com foco.com promo code chgo for 10 percent off Woo. all Good right stuff. joe let's do some super chat shall we Come on, so, it's a monday night w super chat all right here we go super feeling? chat from ak, AK. Ha- again happy birthday AK. Happy birthday buddy um he says <laughs> good win <laughs> That's not what he said. That's what I said. <laughs> Joey, Joey's timing. The timing of that sound effect. His timing is drumming like. <laughs> Good impressive. team win tonight. Bulls shot 18 of 34, which is we, – so we always – this is a recurring thing, by the way, if you haven't noticed. We're going to get the shooting, the three-point shooting numbers okay. every night from AK. In, I appreciate in that. In super chat form. He so. and I are of like mind, and then I am obsessed with three-point shooting and nothing else until the Bulls fix this <laughs> fucking problem. The only thing that's different about this one is it usually is prefaced with him saying roster construction, mm-hmm. but – 
Good team win. Bulls shot 18-34. That's 53%. 34 attempts are one below league average. Shooting 53% again is not likely, so the Bulls have to keep shooting. In contrast, the Jazz were 16-43, which was 37% from from deep. Mm -hmm. And as noted, 22 turnovers. That was the difference. Larry, he says, hear me out. Larry. Hear me out, but shouldn't P-Will be mentored by tonight's goon of the night, Big Cat? Not the typical big cat finger roll, but aggressiveness. Uh, I mean, I I, I, I wouldn't mind if Pat managed to channel some of Andre's aggression on the offensive glass. Seriously. That we always see from Andre. Seriously. Because even when Pat attacked the offensive glass tonight, which he did a few times, he like got his hands on the ball and then somehow lost the ball. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Andre, once he gets that rebound. It's his. It's his. And, and then be, he will miss the putback layup. Correct. And then tap that in. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> or at the very least, get fouled. <laughs> and then miss one of the free throws. So, yes, Larry, I agree. We need him to teach Pat how to do all of those things with maybe, you know, an option on just putting it back in the basket. Yeah. The second Pat dunks on somebody and the Bulls win that game, this belt will belong to him. Until then, what everything Matt said is absolutely 100% correct <laughs> about the great Andre Drummond. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh Laura my goodness. says, I'm going to the night because tomorrow's my birthday. Fair. Happy Shout out birthday. Laura I'm going to take that Day. from you. Happy birthday. And I gave Zach an ultimatum to be good tonight or else, and he did. Oh, also, ultimatum. Also, I don't even know. Did, did Ramina give him an ultimatum? I don't even think she did. I don't think so. Laura Lou. Look at playing. that. Step back on Lowry was insane and played good deep. It was, it was. nice yeah. to see that moment when Zach hit that step back on Lowry and Pretty they both vicious. were smiling going yeah. back down yeah, the yeah, other yeah. way. Pretty like, nice. Oh, man. man, if only you guys worked out as teammates who were yeah. both young rising yeah. stars when you played together. Hey, guys, can we get two more likes so we can get to 100? Just throwing that out there Ooh, right there. Yeah, Give me two more that. likes so we can get to 100. <laughs> two likes. To do our first tankathon spin of the season? Oh! <laughs> no. Two more likes and Joey put a mother close up on the belt. Because <laughs> it's glorious. Ricky. Let it be glorious, ladies and gentlemen. Did I, did I say the T word too, too soon? Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. That's one. Just one more, y'all. One more like. There we go. One. I Ooh. see it. You see it? We are past 100 likes. There it what is. Right there. Joey put one on there. They finally finished what they started. Hope the momentum can carry. Hashtag Eclipse the Suns. Shout out, Ricky. Thanks for the super chat. AK again, mid-third quarter. Zach had three consecutive dribble drive. Dribble, dribble. Shoot, yep. misses. Yep. No one touched the ball, leading to several turnovers. Jazz went on a 7-0 run. Zach decision-making takes this team out of a rhythm. Standing around, ball watching. I, I did see a couple of Zach possessions tonight where I was like, too much dribbling, too yep. much dribbling. And the possessions ended in mm-hmm. a Zach missed. A, a big old Zach miss. Yeah. Classic yeah. Zach. But Zach, he got Zach and a Zach, y'all. Zach, Zach. Even, like, even if it's just you got to deal with it for a few possessions a night. Yeah. Zach on a Zach. Sometimes you got to take that attackery like that. So I got to be, man. But he was on it, man. Mm-hmm. But hey, we ride with it. We took the W. He played better. Much better than he's played in these past few games. I will take 24. I saw Noah. The Bulls owned them tonight. Start to finish. Mm-hmm. Matt Eberflus with the hits. Bears need to take Ugh. notes. Oh, don't say hits. Yikes. Name. I'm glad they were the aggressors on both ends. Yeah. I, I mean, appreciate the super chat, Iso Noah. That's I don't real. know if the Bears or Bulls need to be taking advice or, you know, keep them away from strategic each other. <laughs> principles from either of each other right now. Yeah. Because they're both a big old mess. Ugh. 
Last one is from Ricky. He says, Bulls fans deserve a game like this and more. I agree with you, Ricky, without a a doubt. Without a a doubt. A hell of a lot more. More of these need to be shown and handed out. Let's just, you know, overarching putting this W in context. Uh Needed a W. Came in on a three-game skid. You're playing a home. Very beatable opponent. Yes. You catch fire from three and you beat him. Mm -hmm. Great. It's the Jazz who look like a hot mess Mm -hmm. so far this season. Does this game make me feel differently than I did before the ball went up? Of course it doesn't. No. But it makes me happy they won. It does not. Because it makes me know I'm not a hotter mess (laughs) than this hot mess because they whooped their ass. It wasn't just a a quick one-pointer. They they got in that ass, man, from beginning to end. And we all needed that. You're absolutely right when you said that. We need it. Um, Speaking of whoever that was in the Super Jets who mentioned Phoenix, uh, they are on deck. On deck. On Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, reporting from Phoenix earlier today said that they are optimistic Bradley Beal can make his return on Wednesday when the Suns face the Bulls. Why so do you want to do that? We'll see Why if Beal is in there and the new Suns big three is uh, is out there playing oh. against the Bulls. The Suns have struggled out of the gate this season. But obviously missing uh, you know a key piece. But this is the Tory Craig revenge game. Tory Craig coming back guarding KD. Because you know he's going to be the one guarding him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm ready for it, man. Come on, Tory Craig. Come on, get your 14, 16 points on them. A couple blocks on Kevin Durant with a few steals. They have struggled, though. They have I will struggled. say that. They have they struggled. Have struggled. They have, but but, but they're, they haven't had their full lineup yet. True. And uh, I hope and, it know, doesn't happen in this one. May, maybe Devin Booker, maybe not Devin Booker. He's we'll see. He's, he's been dealing with his own yeah. uh, nagging injury this season. He's been playing, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my God. He's been balling out. Uh, so that's Wednesday, Bulls next game. We will be back tomorrow with a fresh episode for y'all, 5.30 Central Time here in studio. So make sure you tune in for that. Woo! In the meantime, as we said, you can follow our guy, Bull, uh, Bulls Insider, Will to Go Gottlieb, Will underscore Gottlieb. Our pal producer, Joyce Bathis, is at Joyce Bathis. We love and appreciate him. Big Dave is at Bow. BAWL Sports. Ah. Uh, I am Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Happy birthdays to Laura Lou and AK. Some of our riders dies. Happy birthday. Thank you, everybody who hit that thumbs up. If you haven't done so yet, do it right now before you leave. And make sure you are subscribed to CHO Sports YouTube channel. We will see y'all tomorrow, late afternoon. Until then, thanks for tuning in. We love you and appreciate you, Bulls Nation. We got a dub. Three and five. See, Rebby good. Peace. We all silly like the mayor. 